Hi, this is James Mercer from The Shins. This is Shirley Manson. This is Lowe Tolhurst, co-founder of The Cure. This is Huey Lewis giving you the story behind the song. The story behind the song is back with an exciting second season. We peel back the layers on music's most iconic hits with legendary artists like The Killers, Heart, The B-52s, Violent Femmes, Jewel, Huey Lewis, Modern English, and more. To keep the music flowing, we'll be sprinkling in classic episodes from our archives between each new one. So check out the story behind the song wherever you get your podcast. Hey, 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 hey! How y'all feeling? Journey through the stories that define the artists playing Bonnaroo. Who are they? What are they? What will you see? The what? Which bands? This year? That matter? Yay. With Brad Steiner and Barry Corder. Oh, and does it feel like summer yet, Barry Corder? This is the What Podcast on Lineup Day. That's Barry Corder. I'm Brad Steiner from WDOD Radio in Chattanooga, Tennessee. Hits 96. Barry Corder from the Chattanooga Times Free Press. Uh, we've got a, a couple of things to talk about. A little bit. Just a few things to talk about. Uh, the lineup has dropped in for the sixth time. The sixth time in Bonnaroo's history, Trey Anastasio, or could you call this the seventh, eighth, ninth, tenth time in Bonnaroo's <laughs> history, Trey Anastasio and or Fish are playing the farm. They're going to be busy. It, when we tweeted this out uh, last night, uh, or right now, if we're being honest, there are some shockers here, some shockers that are uh, happening on the farm. Fish is doing three sets. Now, before we all, I think that we all knew when, when the lineup was sort of leaked, and we sort of got the idea that it was going to be Fish, Childish Gambino, Post Malone, and some combinations of some other things. I don't think anyone saw Fish doing three sets. Yeah, they're going to do Friday night and then close it up on Sunday doing two sets. Which is going to be seven hours, I think. <laughs> they might just need to start at noon. Well, that actually may be one set that starts on Friday. <laughs> when I look back at the history of like the Fish set, especially when you go back to, I, I think it was 2009 or 2000, and, oh yeah, it was 2009 when they played two sets. Right. They didn't do those two sets back to back. They did the first set on Friday night, which, by the way, was three and a half hours. Right. And then they came back on Sunday as the quote unquote legacy act and played for three and a half hours. Right. Boy, I don't know what they get paid, but <laughs> my God almighty, they earn every dollar. Don't you think that Sunday, though, is going to be basically a super jam? Well, I mean, you're going right into it. I, I don't know because the only super jams you see, it, I mean, it's, the first uh, thing I asked you is where the it super, a super jam. But you, you know what I mean? It'll be an all star guests and all that kind of stuff. Well, this is where my knowledge of of bands like Fish really hit the ceiling because I I don't know. I don't know what Fish does. I have never been a Fish guy. I mean, I got into maybe one album years ago and I thought that was really cool. But other than that, I've never seen Fish any other time they've been to Bond. I've never once even tried to listen to them on an album. I've never gone to a show outside of Bonnaroo. I don't know what they do. So this, like, I, I wrote this down when I first got the lineup. The two words that came to mind immediately was teach me. Because there's so many things on here I'm going to need some people to help me out on. Oh, wow. Okay. Especially when it comes to fish. See, that was me last year. Really? Oh, absolutely. When when you say this is going to be a super jam for fish, maybe, but I don't I don't know I don't know anything about their set, so I don't know who they'd bring up. I don't uh, know if they need to. They don't need to. They don't have to. But they could bring up basically anybody and everybody that has played through the whole weekend. That would be completely in keeping with what they do. All right, that would fit. That that would make sense for them. 
They can do whatever they want, yeah. I guess. I uh, guess. I mean, when you look at like Super Jam stuff and Super Jam uh, possibilities, you got the Grand Ole Opry, which, by the way, I think is an underground stroke of genius. Yeah. Putting the Grand Ole Opry on Thursday, what too. a phenomenal headliner idea. If you you know it. what weekend that is. Yeah. That's CMA weekend. Uh no, they no. no. They switched it this year because no way. of CMA. Yeah. They're they're gonna let CMA do their normal first second yeah, of June and then uh Bonnaroo goes later. So there could be some CMA spillover come, I don't know, say Thursday sure. evening. You think so? Maybe. Yeah. That would be phenomenal. And I promise you, if you look down this lineup, you've got plenty of country artists. You got Marin Morris, you've got Brandy Carlisle, you got Casey Musgraves. That Grand Ole Opry set on Thursday, oh man, that's gonna like be it. terrific. I like it. All right, like so it. that's one super jam. Then you have the second super jam, which is I don't even know what to say about this. I am so confused. When you have on Friday night a super jam with uh, Grizz, yeah, I don't um, somebody's going to have to teach me what Grizz does and why that's going to work out as a super jam. Now, first off, Grizz has already got a headlining slot. So I'm guessing he's coming back late night to do a 1 a.m., 2 a.m. set. For a Super Jam, it's going to be a bunch of, what, EDM guys? Uh, that's the same girl talk as that night. I don't know. <laughs> that part, I don't know. They got something. They know what they're doing. They've scheduled this somehow. I, I'm baffled by the Super Jam. Well, let's talk about the schedule, because everybody's looking at this, I assume, and listening to us. For the first time ever, they've released it with the schedule. Wait, wait, why are you not more hyped than me? I, why do I feel like I'm going at 200 miles an hour, and you're just... Eh. I'm excited. I'm most, <laughs> this you know is what, your I'm excited, excited Yeah, this is it. <laughs> I tell you what really has me excited is the poster. That's Camp Nutbutter at the top there, folks. It's got Camp Nutbutter all over it. Yes, it does. Our, I love the, it. Our buddy Nick Turner, who designed the whole Camp Nutbutter experience with the dripping butter, uh, when he saw the teasers for what the, the graphics are going to look like, he kept texting me over and over <laughs> and over. Could not believe that Camp Nutbutter is all over this year's it. branding. And along those lines, we should probably do it now. We should probably thank them for getting us this schedule early so we could have this podcast ready to go. Um, uh, yeah, because we can't do this in 30 seconds. That's no, for damn sure. No, we can't do all this. Let me ask you this. Yeah. First impressions. You said your, you know, your first two words, but we always do this. It seems like every year we have a first impression, then we sit on it for a couple of weeks. We hated it first, then we come back, we love it, then we hate it, then we love it. Yeah, what about the years that we really love? Then we decide to hate it, and then we decide to love it again. Yeah, I am I love this. I'm excited about this lineup, because there is, you, well, I don't know, jump ahead, but there is something for me, the Grand Ole Opry, to be honest, is the only one on Thursday that I know any of those Oh, names. I can't wait to show you some stuff, man. I can't well, that's wait. that's what I'm excited about. I, yeah. You know, we talked about it. Thursday's a great day. It's Discovery Day. You're you're excited. You've still got some energy. And I and I got five artists on, on Thursday, Peach I want to say. Okay, I know. But other than that... But the other three days, I mean, when we were going over this looking, we were like, wow, there's John Prime. What? What? And then, you know, just all, all kinds right, so of surprises. If you, want, if you want my unbridled opinion about my initial thought, first off, they did something they've never done before, which is break down the lineup right. in days. They've right. never done this before. And I think that there's a reason. Of course. Because it allows your eye to change focus from the top two lines. And I think that if you were to put this in, in a normal poster, and somebody on Reddit do it. Somebody's going to do it right now on Reddit uh, or Inforoo. Somebody take this 
and make it into a traditional Bonnaroo poster. And my bet is, I think you get some blowback on it. I don't think that you get this rush to love it as we rush to love it immediately when we saw it. It just feels different when it's broken up by day like this. And I don't think they did it because there are other music festivals that do it this way. I honestly think that there's a chance that they did it because it doesn't matter what the headliners are. It matters what the meat of the festival is. And they're playing to their strength, which is in that mid-card. The mid-card is so unbelievably good that it doesn't matter and they didn't want to get distracted about what the headliners were or weren't. And that's why we end up liking it three months from now, because we see the meat of every day. Boy, the way that it's broken down now makes you so much more excited. I've got 26, just on my first pass through, I've got 26 artists that I that I want to see right now. I had 18. And, 18, no kidding. And you had asked to go through the last two or three years, and they were all around eight or nine. For me. Wow! Eight or nine? Yeah, for me. Wow. Okay, well, last year I got 20, and then mm-hmm. in 2017 I had about 15 or 16. Mm-hmm. I've got 26 this year. Yeah, I have 18. I don't know that I straight up disagree with you on that layout, because if if it were a traditional layout for me, the headliners, to me, are not nearly as important as they used to be. The middle part is going to be just strong, strong, strong. In that traditional sure it is. layout. That's exactly right. Unbelievable. That's exactly strong. right. But, but as again. A, especially as opposed to last year, which was week, 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 because I didn't know hardly any of them. Yeah. Well, but what, but what have we learned over the last few years is people's attention spans can't get past the fourth line. Well, but the other part, and here we talked a little bit about this earlier, I think in the marketing, they, they laid it out that way to get that initial push. And then they would come back a few weeks later and do the lineup. So they get two hits mm-hmm. of energy. I think what they're going to do is we get this hit today, and then they're going to come back in whatever the time period is, and they're going to spotlight all the the uh, different things that are going the experiences on. Experiences in the pods and, and stuff and like that. that stuff. And maybe we that, talked about a lot last year. And That's maybe that includes. And maybe that includes you know sets from Brockhampton all of a sudden in pod seven, or you know Lonely Island doing something in pod four. I can see that point, but do you know what you don't see on this lineup? More soon. More to come. Yeah. There's no no more are they doing this like, right. oh, we're going to tease you with there's going to be some more announcements. There's no second round here, people. There's not a second wave. This is what you got. Yeah. And and frankly, there's no more like, you know, some cafe acts to add that's going to fill out the lineup. What you got is what you got. The lone, Really, the only thing left to add are maybe those experiences in the pods because I don't think they're adding in comedians anymore. I think comedians no, are done. Not, maybe not. But I think those experiences as we the more you and I talk to uh you know Ruba the Rubus folks and uh Rutang clan those experiences have become a big part of this festival. Dude, I mean, I went out there last year. I'm, I know. It was so fun. You can find something great to do at all hours of the day. Absolutely. And they're going to find ways to do that. Boy, if you give me, how about this? How about this? If you love Nashville so much, remember they did the Nashville pod last year? Mm-hmm. How about this? You give Casey Musgraves full reign, like they did the Cage Elephant guy last year, over doing an entire pod? Boy, oh boy. Yep. Get out. I'm all in. I'm yeah. all in. Tell me Courtney Barnett's going to do a set out there. Tell yeah. me tell me Courtney Barnett or Jim James with his full band is curating a super jam. How about that? Go. 
this is a lot for us to take in, and uh, we're probably a little bit amped up, but we're all experiencing this at the exact same time. You're probably reading the lineup for the first time. So are we. And here on the What Podcast, we're about to break news exclusive just to the What Podcast. You being the valued What Podcast listener, you get this news, and you get to share it to all your friends and be the big shot on Reddit and InfoRoo uh, that you want to be. This is what uh, we have learned. Gambino is your Friday headliner, which means he is playing first, and this is exactly the way that we've been told. He is your headliner, and Fish's set is a late night set, meaning he's going to go on, I'm guessing, this is the my guess part, somewhere 8 around 9 o'clock, end at 11, end around 11.30, and Fish is going to do that classic Friday night, late night set that they did years ago, but we have been told exclusively to the What Podcast that Childish Gambino is your Friday headliner, and Fish's set is explicitly labeled as a late evening set. There you go. Now, with that being said, Barry Corder, what is your overall take on this 2019 lineup? The fullness of it. I felt like from talking to the folks that run this thing a year ago and over the the fall and winter that it was going to be somewhat of a push back to the way they used to do some things. Mm-hmm. I think Fish is proof of that. It feels, um, I don't know, it just feels like a more familiar lineup. Hmm. Um, it's more in their lane, maybe? More in their lane, I think. Because I, this ain't a governor's ball lineup, and this is not Coachella. Nope. Um, nope. And of course, it's nothing like, like Hangout, but uh, I see a little bit of where you're coming from. Yep. It's very much in... Here's where I think. I hear I see some of these names, and I know exactly who at AC booked these. Yes, I know exactly some point. of these You're guys, exactly. and I know exactly. where he saw them, and I know when he saw them, <laughs> and I know how exactly he probably felt after seeing them. Like, well, they're playing Bonnaroo. There, these are. This is who I want. I'm excited about it. I like the way it's laid out. I like there's so many different things to, on each day. That's another thing for me. There's always sort of a weekday. You know, I think we were even talking earlier about. Are we going to stay through Sunday? Yeah, we're staying. I mean, I think this looks pretty good. All right, so let me give uh, give me give me a couple of artists straight up. Don't don't worry about the headliners. We don't I'm try not. to I, we try not to ter- get too much into the headliners in the show. But give me who uh, your top five that you want to see are mm. just first pass through. First pass, definitely Courtney Barnett, uh, John Prine, Casey Musgroves. I wanted Leon Bridges. You missed him. You're gonna miss. Gonna yeah. have Hozier. Uh, I, so I'll get a little bit of that there. A little bit of that soul. Who's the other ones up there at the top? I'm gonna go see Girl Talk. Uh, well, that's because for some reason in this room you're the EDM fan. I know the old. Who would have thought? The old guy likes to <laughs> bang his head a little bit. Bang is what? You're gonna hear a lot of this from me over the next say 20 weeks, but. Um, there is not a uh, an album I loved more last year than Rolling Blackouts, Coastal Fever. That album's amazing. And if there is a... I always do this. I've got one artist that I want the whole camp to go to. Yep. Every single person at, at Camp Nut Butter, you're going with me to Rolling Blackout, Coastal Fever. That band is phenomenal. And it is exactly what you guys love. Old-fashioned, just grungy, dirty guitars. Just nasty. Brian Stone will be there. Barry Corder will be there. 
every one of you will be there because I love that band so much. So that's my first uh, that's my first pass through. Uh, then um, I'm going to see Solange. I don't care what anybody says. I am a, I adore her with all of my heart. You're gonna love Beach House. It's one of my favorite albums yeah, yeah, of last yeah, year I like as well. Very much. I got Courtney Barnett. I mean, every day Courtney. is slammed. Um, so you go to Saturday. I go Casey Musgraves. Uh, uh, I got Jim James. I'll give it a try. I love Marin Morris. Unknown Mortal Orchestra had a great album, but I'm going to come back to somebody I've slept on for maybe a decade. Outside of Jungle last year, there wasn't a better live show I saw than National. The National blew me away. I watched that stupid documentary, and everything changed with how I felt about that National live show. If that show at National was not opening for Post Malone, I would be shocked, shocked, because that thing works at night. That light show works. Matt is just unbelievable at night. I've seen it during the day, and I've seen at night, it does not work during the day. Uh, and then I go to Sunday, and I'm a dork for the Lumineers. I can't believe I'm saying it. And <laughs> I can't either. And actually. and I'm gonna. And I honestly think the the shocker of the entire festival. I think the the rabbit out of the hat. The thing that's going to make everybody's head turn. When you go 48, 72 hours from now, it's Cardi B. Yeah. How in the world did they pull out Cardi B? And secondly, you can't find a more top 40 crossover artist than Cardi B. It doesn't sound like it would work on paper. It is going to be a monster. And I'm telling you, if they try to put that on the witch stage, they're going to get a disaster on their hands. <laughs> put it on the what? Open, open. Yeah. I know it sounds crazy. It'll be that early, early. It'll be, it'll be Cardi B Lumineers fish, but I would almost switch it. I would, Cardi B is going to be the biggest show of that festival outside of fish. Normally at this point, we would be talking about what I'm excited about is learning about new bands type of thing. Like yeah. we did last year. Yeah. Now we're way down the lineup for that for me already. Uh, some of the bands that, you know, that I like Childish Gambino, I don't know a whole lot about, to be honest. I'm looking forward to seeing that. Gucci Mane. Some of these bands that I would not normally see, uh, there's a bunch of them. Well, so. here's, here's what's crazy about Childish Gambino. Let's go to him for a second, because I don't know many other festivals that have sort of embraced him like Bonnaroo has. And almost to a point where like nobody knew it. Chance the Rapper is definitely Bonnaroo's artist. Yep. Childish Gambino is Bonnaroo's artist, and nobody really knows it. Do you know this will be the third time he's played the farm? Mm. Did you see any of the other two shows? No. Do no. you know when he first showed up in 2012, he was on the witch stage? <laughs> Do you know in 2015, he was on the witch stage? And now he's going to be on the what stage in uh, 2019. Dude, he's got... They fell in love with him early, and as they should have. But I'm probably like you. I don't really know much right. about him. Um, I'm going to do a deep dive on him, though, because at this point, I have to. Yeah. I, don't ha- I don't have a choice at this point. And I know he is going to be the darling of this place. And if it's... if. If Childish is not joined by Chance the Rapper at some point, yeah. I would be shocked. I'd be shocked. Shovels and Rope is back. Love them. It's. I just keep going through it. All right. You want to you keep going through some people that are making their returns? How about Ava Brothers? You want to know how many times Ava Brothers have been there? I know. I've seen them three, right? As many times as Fish. This will be the sixth time wow. they've been on the farm. Let me read you the Ava Brothers history. 2006, they played the True Music Lounge. <laughs> 2008, they played the other. 2010, they were at the Witch. 2012 and 14, they're on the what? 
which were both great shows. This is unbelievable to me. They, they are the quintessential Bonnaroo band. They see, started as a baby, just like the Black Keys did, right, right. and yeah, Bonnaroo exactly. let them grow and wrap their arms around them, and now they're going to feast on, on, on the fruits of the labor. Yeah, exactly. They are. We, we've used them as an example of that many times. Uh, start small, build up. Saw them at, here at Moon River, our own festival this past summer. Great show. Definitely going to see that one. Casey Musgraves, I'm really excited to see. Who are the other ones that we were... Uh, well, I mean, it's, it's the comebacks. It's the returns that that are surprising to me. And uh, the people that have made several appearances at Bonnaroo and that are coming back again. Well, and as people have pointed out on, on this podcast, you and I keep thinking everyone's like us. We've been for 14 straight years. There are a lot of people. What did, what did uh, they tell us? Forty percent our first time. That's right. That's right. I think it was around that. You know, the Lumineers making their second appearance, only second time. First time in five years, six years. Twenty thirteen was the last time they were here, and they played the Witch. Now they're probably going to be on the what? National making a return appearance. Uh, Hosier making a return been, appearance. Excuse me. Who yes, on here has been there within the last couple of years? Um, what do you mean a couple of years? What do you want to say? Like well, last I'm just two or three? This looks to make a finer point mm-hmm. on what we were just saying. The forty percent. This is an all new lineup for a huge percentage of the folks that are going to be there. And yet, feel right? so familiar. Exactly. Exactly. This huh. feels like. Boy, that's why you write for a paper, isn't well, it? You that's know. you find you draw you drill drill get, down and drill down until you find the story, don't you? Get the big money yeah. for that kind of big brain. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's go a little further here. You know, you go. You don't want to say it because it's so diverse. There's so much going from left to right on the musical scale. But boy, there is a lot of hip hop here, um, from Childish Gambino to Post Malone. Juice World is on this lineup. Juice World. Juice World had a number one single at Top 40 Radio, man. Cardi B, Mac DeMarco. Uh, there are a ton of hip-hop artists. There are a ton of Americana, Americana artists. Shovels and Rope, if you want yep. to put Brandy Carlisle there. There's a ton of country crossover. There's a ton of Top 40 crossover. There's a ton of rock crossover and alt crossover. I think what we're going to keep saying for the next 20 weeks is this has... AC Entertainment stamped all over it. Absolutely. There is not one thread that ties all of it together. It is as diverse and as wide of a palette as they've probably had in four years. Absolutely. And I still think the the experiences are going to complement the entire lineup. I I think those have just become such a big part of this festival. And I keep looking at the Camp Nut Butter on the poster. I just... I'm tickled. You've gotten a chance to absorb the lineup by now. Um, you are listening to this podcast. By the way, if we could stop for a second, we really appreciate you uh, joining us for season two of the What Podcast, a podcast by Bonnaroovians for Bonnaroovians. Uh, we had we didn't do this at all in season one. I, I'm, by the way, I'm talking about this as if we're Seinfeld, you know, as if <laughs> we've got some sort of TV show. Right. But anyway, the first round of these things, we didn't talk about rating and liking or. You know, reviewing the podcast. It turns out in this world, that's sort of important. And we didn't spend any time talking about mm-hmm. it. Turns out social media is pretty important too. We didn't talk about that either. No, we haven't done so, any of that. Um, here's what I was thinking. The Bonnaroo people have been very, very nice to us to give us another pair of tickets to give away for. Uh, yeah, the festival this tremendous. year with a camping pass. So this is what I was thinking. Even if you already have rated and reviewed the podcast, could you do that now? If you do, you will qualify for tickets. What about that? Nice. If you have ever ra- rated or reviewed the podcast, 
<clears throat> you are qualified for tickets. How about that? Nice. Can I? Is that? Can I do that? Can you I can find the people that do it? I don't know. I we have to talk to our tech guy. How about this? Let's make it easier. Just go ahead, rate and review yeah. it, and send we'll us a f- comment, and we'll enter you for tickets. Yeah. How about that? Yeah. Is that all right? All right. Like, subscribe, whatever, do all that stuff. What I like to say is like, share, and always love. I don't know <laughs> if I created that, but. And and honestly, what you were saying, this was a whim a year ago. I think we're coming up on a year. It's been a lot of fun, and we're we're tickled to death at how much people seem to enjoy it. So, and again, like you said, thanks to the Bonnaroo people for being so helpful with everything. I've got a, a list of uh, artists that uh, I put down that I absolutely wanted to see at Bonnaroo. Yep. All right. So I I came up with my one, two, twelve. I had a list of twelve, and I didn't put any like big names on there that were totally ridiculous that were not going to happen. Like I don't know, the Rolling Stones or Paul McCartney. I wasn't going to roll the dice like that. I put together a list of twelve artists that I thought were mid card stuff that I knew, knew, knew I wanted to see. Uh, let's see how close I got of my wish list as compared to your wish list. So who's on your wish list, and who'd you get? Who'd you not get? I went. Opposite of you, still at top of my list was Dolly Parton. Me too. Didn't get Dolly. I got Dolly. Didn't get her. Back. Oh, nice. I had back too. Nice. Yeah. All right. uh, Didn't get I, him. I had Tedeschi Trucks, which I'm not really sure why I put because they're going to be here in town pretty soon, and they they do shows, you know, theaters a lot. So I don't know that they're doing festivals like that. Mm-hmm. Casey Musgrove is next. Janelle. You keep Monet. calling her Casey Musgroves. Matt Musgrove. <laughs> I, I was calling her Carrie because there's a Carrie Musgrove somewhere in the world. <laughs> Just Car- get the name right. Corey Musgrove. Corey, lo- Casey, yeah. her cousin. Her cousin is a great Musgraves. singer-songwriter. Uh, Janelle Monae, Leon Bridges, Avitz, Brandy Carlisle, Courtney Barnett, and then I had uh, Warren Hayes. That would be Katie Barnett, I hate to tell you. <laughs> and Florence in the Machine. By the way, Florence in the Machine, big miss. Yeah. Big miss. Uh, you know, I, I try to combine the things that we had heard from some of the rumors or some of the things that, you know, the Reddits and the Infaroos added to what they perceived the lineup to be based on like tours and stuff like that. Boy, Florence the Machine, way up there, yeah. didn't get it. Yeah, like Janelle. Boy, man, what a heartbreaker. That is a heartbreaker. Do you know, and I'm not even going to tell you the bad news about Janelle Monet because <coughs> there is not somebody I love more on this planet than Janelle Monet. Awesome. Janelle Monet. That show was phenomenal on the what stage, fan. and nobody saw it. Nobody was there for it. Oh, Lord, what year was that? Uh, 20, uh, 2014. Um, my, uh, my screensaver at, at work is the, the picture I took of that show. Only artist I got of the 12 that I put down of my, of my wish list. Rolling blackouts. I missed on James Blake. I missed on Robin, which, oh God, oh man, if Robin had been there, it'd have been just a big, fun dance party. I missed Eamon Dunes, which is my favorite album of the year. I missed on Boy Genius and the love of my life, Julian Baker. I missed on Super Organism. I missed on Rex Orange County, which, dude, where is Rex Orange County on any festival lineup in the country? How is this kid not getting on every festival lineup? He is going to be a mega superstar. can't believe some of these guys are not on it. Well, now that you put it that way, it sounds like a terrible lineup. Thanks, buddy. I appreciate it. That's... <laughs> you missed on all your... <laughs> Everyone. But no, I'm really, really happy about it. And uh, if if I could find one that the most surprised about other than Cardi, Cardi B, B, I can't believe I'm saying these words because he has been an, a thing for me and practically everybody around me, Little Dicky. Lil Dicky's gonna be there, and if we're gonna get, we're gonna d- deep dive into all these artists probably within the next twenty weeks. But Little Dicky 
is ridiculous. And <laughs> that damn Pillow Talk song is the funniest thing you will ever watch. And I challenge you, Barry Corder, to take to go home. And I know your wife will not enjoy Little Dicky. I know <laughs> she will not have any interest in him, but she will. Well, she likes you. But the artist Little Dicky, I can't imagine her not losing her mind over Pillow Talk. It is so funny. It's so funny I even played it for my mother. <laughs> All right, Boy, man. another huge miss what? other than Florence Machine. Uh, Foo Fighters. Yeah. yeah, the boy. This is the something that you just can't do. You just when you get in the speculation game, you're just bound to get your heart broken. It's sort of like dating. You know, when you start to date somebody, and you've been out of the game for a long time, Barry. I get it. But when you start to date somebody. Uh, you start to fill in the blanks of what their life is, right? Why are you texting me back? Why, yeah, ha- oh, why, yeah. why hasn't she said anything to me? You start filling the blank of what she's doing with her life, right? Well, she must be with some other guy. She must be doing something else. That's sort of like speculating on Bonnaroo, right? Well, the Foo Fighters are doing a European date the day before. They could get to Bonnaroo, so it's possible that they're, they're, they could come see me. Could be. Uh, but, uh, and they they're didn't. not coming. Why do they hate me? Yeah. <laughs> Again, what won't they call? Another Foo Fighters, a uh, year that doesn't happen. Um, what are some of the other big ones that, that uh, everybody is speculating? Of course, the Stones thing didn't happen. Yeah, we Nobody expected I that. Was, I think the Foo Fighters were the, probably the biggest one that's not on there. McCartney seems as though he dilly-dallied around for a long time. Do you think that Kid See Ghosts was a possibility with Kanye and Kid Cudi? You think that they'd have dabbled that pool again? Because, you know, he canceled C- Coachella. Do you think there's a possibility he could have came to Bonnaroo oh, for man. it? Third time? I don't know. I don't know if it's worth it for them or him. Yeah. Anybody else that were missing? That was a big. Uh, that was a big suggestion on Reddit or, or Inforu. <clears throat> no, no. Rihanna was never happening. Rihanna was never that was, happening. That was, a, that was a late. That was a late prediction. I would. I would put. I would put a hundred dollars down right now with you, Barry, and say that Miley Cyrus would play Bonnaroo before Rihanna. Well, you know, thinking about that, we kept saying Dolly, 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 and we keep talking about Nashville, Nashville. Who's been the has there been a big country? Kenny Rogers. And Man. I think that you've got a ton of country on here this year. Yeah, yeah, Brandy yeah. Brandy no, Carlisle, I mean, I mean those, Maren that, Morris. The, that McCartney level, Dolly level. Uh, um, Zach Brown, which was, by the way, if you look at some of these old lineups, he was the last person on the lineup like in 2008. Yeah. Uh, no, they, don't have, they do not. You're right about this. When you think about it, before their stars, they do not book a big time country artist ever. And maybe it's because of the CMA thing it was happening that it's week. It's also I don't, not their. No. It's not also not their lane. No, it's not. John Prine, you know, this year, he's maybe not that. I, I don't know. I, I I mean, it's not like they're calling Garth Brooks. He no, ain't gonna work. No, no. But you know what I mean. You think another miss would be like a Justin Timberlake? Yeah, I don't know why he hasn't been. So can't do it. They just do not do it. I don't know. He's from right down the road in Franklin. Yeah, and he has his own festival, right? He's his own festival. Yeah, I mean, that's a little. It. He's a tad busy with those. Yeah, <laughs> he's got his own gig. <laughs> do you want us to spend some time on this year? What does your lineup look like? When you take a first pass through, who are your top 10? Who are your top 15? Send it to us in the comments section of thewhatpodcast.com or drop us a line at the what underscore podcast on Twitter. Like, review, share us on your uh, individual podcast stores and uh, it makes everything a lot easier. It makes it easier for your friends to find the podcast. It makes it a lot easier for you to find us and interact with us uh, and maybe it could mean tickets to Bonnaroo 2019 uh, for you. Um, 
what should we do before we go? What, do we have anything else that we need to uh, get into before we, we say goodbye on the opening salvo of Bonnaroo 2019 season? This right. is this is an amazing feeling. This is the best feeling in the world, by the way. Yeah, when this Christmas. thing comes through Christmas. and you get to look through it, it is the best feeling in the world. What do you, do we want to maybe give people a little bit of an idea of what the season's going to look like for the podcast? Sure, go ahead and tell me what the season's going to look like. I don't Barry. know. I, I don't either. You. No, you've got a schedule. <laughs> we, we are going to keep doing it. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah we're going to do. Uh, I did do that, didn't I? Probably not every week till it gets a little bit closer, right? But uh, we want to have definitely some guest artists on. We want to have some uh, some campers on, like we've done before. Absolutely, yeah. Um, I mean, I to be honest, we learned. I learned so much. Having some of those guys on from Rutang and there was some of my best con- some of my best moments is talking to just Bonnaroovians yeah and who who get to share the experience who get to talk the experience with us it's phenomenal it's so That's, much fun to talk to them about. I mean we when we originally started this the idea was to look down into that lineup of a bunch of people we didn't know and what we've discovered is that Bonnaroo is way more than a, a list of fans it's that whole experience mm-hmm. and the camping and the and, and all of that so and and we are not alone. Yeah, and That's I'll tell the you, thing we've learned. I tell you right now, I go through this over and over and over. I just keep looking through it over, and I keep finding a new thing. Uh, I can't wait to find out who in the hell Donna Massal is. <laughs> who is Donna Massal? I can't wait to find out who that is because I have a feeling that somebody saw her in a bar, yeah. thought she was phenomenal, and said, "You know what? You come on, play Bonnaroo with us." <laughs> Donna Massal on Thursday. You're my new. You're my new target. I, I want to know everything about you. I like it. Because if you've been chosen for this Bonnaroo lineup, you mean something. And I'm going to spend a lot more attention. And spe- By the way, that is one thing about Bonnaroo that has it over Coachella, over Lollapalooza, Shaky Knees, Firefly. There's a lot of like filler stuff where they just like throw some stuff in that you're just like, eh, yeah, I could, I could watch this for a while. The Bonnaroo guys, the Bonnaroo girls that like put, pick this up... And they look at this line. No, I'm going to find out who Donna Massal is. Yeah, no, and I'm I, going to make her my favorite artist for probably the next six weeks. I think that's a great point that we've learned is like a Donna Massal, like you talked about how with about the Ducky? Avid Brothers. What about Ducky? Well, to to tie that in with the Avid Brothers conversation from earlier, Donna Massal might be that what star? Maybe one years day from now, and and you you get the feeling you want to go see those shows like we did last I do. year with Davey. Yes. The 1230 show on a, what, a Friday afternoon. It was so hot. <laughs> it was so hot, but it, it was, was so good, hot. and they were so happy to be there. Yep, that's um, exactly right. And now, now that's a favorite. Yep, that's exactly Warren right. Warren Treaty, a show we kind of stumbled across. Now and an all-time favorite. I will travel across the country for those repeat, guys. Repeat, repeat. Those guys have become friends of ours. We didn't know who they were before last year. Um, I actually told them, by the way, we went to dinner with them the other night, right? And uh, I told them, I was like, you know, I got a confession to make to you guys. By the way, repeat, repeat, from Nashville. I love them. You should love them. They are just the best of this industry. They're the best version yeah. of what this industry has to offer. Absolutely. I told them, I was like, I got to be honest with you. Um, I know we like talked to you at Bonnaroo that time, the first night. I had never listened to anything you'd ever did. And <laughs> <laughs> like, oh man, don't worry about it. It's fine. <laughs> I felt so bad about it. I finally got to come clean. And yeah, yeah they came fine. to our camp. Yes. That's how nice they are. Right. And kept going back, kept bringing his gifts every time. I never listened to one thing they did. Now I love him to death. Now I'll do anything to walk across exactly. the planet for him. They're not only friends, uh, we went and saw him perform here. Yeah. They're, they're great. This was this was a, a back to form. This is a back to form for Bonnaroo. It feels like we're back home. This 
this couldn't feel better of a lineup. I'm not struggling to find things that I really, really want to see. Right. I don't feel like the things that I really want to see are going to be overcrowded and killed because that's all they got in the top 15. This is a really, really diverse, full, thick lineup. I'm, I'm really, really happy with this. Yeah, me too. There you go. Very much. Well, I guess I'll see you soon. Cool. All right. Is that it? Is that how we're ending it? Bye-bye. Okay. <laughs> Journey through the stories that define the artists playing Bonnaroo. Who are they? What are they? What will you see? The what? Which bands? This year? That matter. With Brad Steiner and Barry Corder. The new Super Beats Heart Shoes Advanced is now supercharged with CoQ10. Support your healthy CoQ10 levels and blood pressure with two chews a day. Visit RadioBeatsBeets.com and save 15% with promo code DEAL. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.